Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Riley. Yeah. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon? What else? Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors. That's some spark a million flavors. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> Internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere, proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. You know, being a parent to a teenage girl like Barbara Riley is a job that requires tact, patience, understanding, and intelligence. And Chester A. Riley is not a man to leave a job undone. In fact, he's constantly reminding his wife to do it. Peg, you've got to do something about beds, and if you don't, I will. What's wrong now? What's wrong? Here it is almost midnight, and she ain't home yet. Oh, Riley, it's only nine o'clock. Okay, so in three hours it'll be midnight. (laughs) That girl's got no business going out without telling us where. Now she did tell. She went over to her friend Bertha's house. Oh. uh, Now relax, dear. uh, Well, how do you know she went to Bertha's house? How do you know she ain't out gallivanting around with some boy? Because I believe Babs when she tells me something. Besides, I walked part way with her and saw her going to Bertha's house with my own eyes. Oh. Now are you satisfied? No. How do we know Bertha isn't a boy? Oh. <laughs> For heaven's sake. Well, you know how they all wear jeans today. How can you tell you? I mean... <laughs> hey, Mom. And you, young man. Where have you been at this hour of the night in those pajamas? I've been in bed. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted a drink of water. Yeah, well, now look, Peg, don't try and change the subject by dragging Junior into the conversation. We're talking about Babs. Will you stop worrying about Babs? She can take care of herself. Yeah, well, she's only 17. You know what they're like at that age, boy crazy. Like you were when you first saw me. <laughs> Them modern kids, there's no telling what... And who's this Larry Benson she's raving about? Mother, Daddy, the most wonderful thing's happened. Congratulate me. I know it. She got married. (laughs) Daddy. Who is he? Tell me his name. I'll have him a no. (laughs) I'm too young to be a grandfather. (laughs) Daddy, relax. I didn't get married. Oh. Well, in that case, congratulations. 
Oh, honest, Riley, if you'd only stop jumping to conclude... Well, what's all the excitement, Bab? I'm going to get a bid to join the best sorority in school. Isn't it simply dreamy? Why, that's fine, dear. Good for you, Babs. I forbid it. You can't, Daddy. You just can't. Well, I'm sorry, honey. Too many girls in those sororities. Where there's girls, you'll find boys, and you're too young to go around with boys. Plenty of time for that after you're married. <laughs> Mother. Now, Riley, let's be sensible. I'm sorry my head's made up. Babs belongs to too many things. She's never home anymore. Oh, but this is different, Daddy. The nicest girls in school belong to it. Joe Petker and Joni Brecker and Joni Comroff and Helene Bidwell. Helene and... Bidwell's old man. He owns a bank, Pop. Boy, is he loaded. Uh, so what? What's so wonderful about being rich? I could be rich, too, if I'd have married money instead of your mother. <laughs> is Bidwell better than me just because I made a mistake 19 years ago? Oh, so that's the way you feel. Oh, well, I, I, I didn't mean it the way it sounded, Peg. I, there's bad acoustics in here. <laughs> now, please, forget this sorority, Babs. I don't want you going around with a bunch of ritzy kids getting fancy ideas. Not all, Ritzy, except for Helene. They're all... Hey, look. Look at that swell car stopping in front of our house. Boy, it's a Cadillac. A Cadillac in front of our house? It must have run out of gas. <laughs> oh, oh, it's Helene Bidwell. Now, look, Babs, if it's about that sorority, you're, you're not joining. Now, we'll discuss it later, Riley. Yep. Oh, I'll let her in. Now, Daddy, please watch what you say. Junior, Junior, you better get back to bed. Okay, good night. Riley, put on your coat. What for? I'm wearing a shirt. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Helene. Hello, Barbara. I hope you don't mind my dropping in like this. Oh, not at all. Come in. Helene, this is my mother. Well, how do you do, Helene? How'd you do? And this is my father. Daddy, this is Helene Bidwell. How'd you do? <laughs> Pardon my glove. Pardon my bare hand. Say, that's a nifty Cadillac you got there. We were just admiring it. Oh, that old thing? Last season. Uh, well, if you throw it away, let me know where, huh? <laughs> Barbara, darling, I never realized you had such a charming and attractive mother. Oh, that old thing? That's last season. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> There's an important matter I want to discuss with you in the kitchen. But I just emptied the garbage. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, but excuse me. Uh, <laughs> you mustn't mind Daddy and his little joke. <laughs> he is rather quaint, isn't he? Well, I'll come right to the point, Barbara. You'd like to get my sorority, wouldn't you? Oh, oh I'd be just thrilled, Helene, honest. You've been seeing a lot of Larry Vincent lately, haven't you? Well, well yes, but what's that got to do Just with it? Just this. You keep away from Larry Vincent or I'll blackball you. Helene, you're kidding. Oh, am I? Just watch me. Well, well that's the rottenest trick I ever heard of. <laughs> oh, fair in love and war, darling. Don't you darling me, you drip. I'll date Larry Benson whenever I want to, and I don't care if you do blackball me. Now, you get out of here, you... You... Oh, my, we have a temper, haven't we? 
Well, think it over, darling. I'm sure you'll see my point. Oh, oh I'd like to take her and... Is she going, bed? Now, listen. If she's an example of the type of girl they got in that sorority, then I absolutely forbid you to join. Do you hear me? I... 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 What are you crying about? Babsy, dear. Why, what's wrong? You don't have to worry about my joining the sorority. Oh, good. That Helene's going to blackball me. She won't let me in. What? They can't do that to my little girl. <laughs> I'm getting you in that sorority if it's the last thing I do. But, Babs, why is she blackballing you? Because she wa- Because she's mean, that's why. She's just mean. Yes, and I knew she was mean the minute I laid eyes on her. Putting on her ears. <laughs> Some lingo she talks. Riley, Mr. Reedy, how drooly. <laughs> now, now, Babsy, dear. It's not worth crying about. Oh, sure. Now you cheer up, honey. I'll get you into that sorority. And when I say I'll do something, I do it. I ain't one of those windbags who blow hot one minute and cold the next. I blow just one way. <laughs> The nerve of that little Bidwell brat. If you ask me, Junior, I think that... I... Junior, will you stop pacing up and down, stand still? I am standing still. You're the one who's pacing. Oh, I'm so upset I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> that Elaine's sure a mean little crumb. Yeah, well, that's what happens to some kids when they got a rich father. They get spoiled. Son, I promise you, I'm going to do everything in my power not to get rich for your sake. <laughs> Thanks, Pop. But don't overdo it. <laughs> but her father don't even know what kind of a kid he's got. Why don't I tell him what... Yes, I will. Where's my hat? Oh, Pop, you're not going to go see Mr. Bidwell. Yes, sir, I'm going to face him with my face. Oh. <laughs> you can't do that, Pop. Oh, can't I? I'll tell him a thing or two. Look here, Mr. Farrington K. Bidwell, I'll say. I'm one of the biggest depositors in your bank. Pop, you're I... not a big depositor. Look here, Bidwell, I'll say. I may only be a small depositor in your bank. You haven't even got an account there. Look here, Bidwell, I'll say. I'm through getting blotters from your bank unless you listen to what I have to say. You're going to ruin the day we ever met. Farrington. Uh, Farrington. Bidwell, will you put down that paper and listen to me? You haven't heard one word I've said. I've heard all those words, my dear. You've been using them over and over for years. I'll thank you to dispense with sarcasm. I've been trying to tell you about Helene. Who? Helene, your daughter. Oh, yes, Helene. What has she done now? She's madly in love again. Uh, Well, this time it's serious. She's talking about marrying this... this person. What, again? Last month she wanted to elope with that submarine salesman. Who is it this time? Well, I... I haven't met him, but it's some creature by the name of... of Larry Swanson or Brandon or some such name. A nobody. Well, confound it, Lucy. Why can't the girl pay attention to her schoolwork instead of getting all mixed oh, up? Oh, oh, there's the front door. See who it is. Edwards! Edwards! Where's that butler? He's up in his room with the gout. Oh, butler... Stop eating all my caviar. Perhaps you wouldn't have gout. I think I'll have that door taken out. I'm coming. Yes, yes. 
Is this the residence of Mr. Farrington K. Bidwell? Yes. Whom do you wish to see? I want to see Mr. Farrington K. Bidwell. Whom are you? <laughs> I am Farrington K. Bidwell. L. <laughs> well, listen, Mac. I'll come right to the point. I want to talk to you about your daughter. My daughter? What have you got to do with her lady? Plenty. She was over at my house last night. What? Yeah, she met my whole family, and they feel just the way I do Why, about her. Why, this is preposterous. Wait here. I'll be with you in a moment. Ah. I'm coming, my dear. Lucille, he's here. Who? This, this nobody you were talking about. <laughs> the one Helene wants to marry. Oh. oh, dear. I knew something like this would happen. What's he like? It was bad enough with that submarine salesman <laughs> and that disc jockey. But this time she's gone too far. He's old enough to be her father. Oh, oh heavens. You must get rid of him. Oh, don't worry. I will. What are you going to do? What I did with the others, I'll pay him off. Now, now look here, Mr. Bidwell. I ain't got all night. Now, if you want to do the right thing about your daughter, all you Just need to do is... Just a minute. There's no use discussing this any further. You are to forget that you ever met my daughter. Oh, so that's your attitude. Well, let me tell you something. I can't forget her. Well, you're going to. I have something in my pocket that'll make you change your tune. No, wait. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. <laughs> oh, a wallet. How much do you want to forget this whole affair? Oh, no, you can't bribe me. There ain't enough money in the world to make Every me... man has his price. Here, you take stop, this. You stop putting that money in my pocket. I don't want that. Now get out of here. Stop, stop pushing you me. Stay you... away from here. I'll have you arrested now. Get out. You wait. <laughs> the nerve of that guy. Forcing money on me that I didn't ask for and then throwing me out because I refused to take it. <laughs> Some banker. <laughs> I ain't finished with him. Helene. Well, but isn't Mr. Riley? Aren't you in the wrong neighborhood? I want to talk to you, Helene. Why won't you let my badge in your sorority? I don't care to discuss it. Oh, come on now. What's the reason? <laughs> you don't want anybody in there who's prettier and got more personality than you. Is that it? <laughs> you. You. All right, you must know. You see, the girls in our sorority come from the best families in town. So what? What's wrong with Babs's family? Well, really, I've got nothing against Barbara's mother. She's a charming woman, extremely attractive and intelligent. Mm -hmm. Keep talking. Junior's a sweet boy, good-looking and quite bright. Uh, well, then what are you beefing about? The only other one in my family is... <laughs> what a revolting development this is! <laughs> You have just heard the first act of The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. But now, here's an important question. What did you have? Perhaps Blue Ribbon. What did you have? Perhaps Blue Ribbon. Today, my friends, is Groundhog Day, so cheer up, spring is on the way. These last winter weeks are a tough to stand if you keep that PPR on hand. What did you have? Perhaps Blue Ribbon. What did you have? Perhaps Blue Ribbon. What did you have? Perhaps Blue Ribbon. Perhaps Blue Ribbon beer. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors, best and sparkle, million favor. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor, Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Finest beer served anywhere. And say, friends, you want to know the real payoff on how to judge truly fine beer? It's easy. You just pour yourself a glass of Pabst Blue Ribbon and make the three-way experts test. One, 
Look at that clear color, that creamy head. Two, sniff that fragrant blue ribbon blend. Three, taste that flavor. The flavor the whole world knows, and you're bound to agree. Finest beer, sir, anywhere. Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Now back to the life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley, with Paula Winslow and John Brown. Junior, where's your sister? In a room. How'd you make out with Mr. Bidwell? Junior, I was never so insulted in all my life. He actually had the nerve to try and bribe me so that I'd shut up. No kidding. Yeah, but I ain't the kind of a man you can bribe. Not Chester A. Riley. I'm honest. Why, everybody calls me Riley the Square. <laughs> the pop. I told him what he could do with his filthy money. I threw it right back in his face. But, Pop, what's that in your breast pocket? Huh? Uh, it must be a piece of lettuce from lunch. But yeah. <laughs> uh, it's money. Well, he must have stuck this bill in my pocket. I wouldn't take his money for all the money in the world trying to bribe me. And with a measly $10 bill yet, I'm sending it right back to him. Hey, that's not a 10 That's a $100 bill. I don't care if it... Hundred? <laughs> Junior, you think maybe we ought to keep this as a souvenir, huh? Well, you just... No, it... no, I'm sending it back. You take it right over to his house. Okay. Now, wait. I'll write him a nasty note, too. And you can tell him from me that there's lots more important things than money. It's character that counts. And you can tell him the kind of a character your father is. <laughs> It's me, Babsy. Can I talk to you a minute? If you want to. Baby, I I don't like to see you like this, sitting here and, and brooding. Oh, I can't help it, Daddy. The sorority's meeting tonight and... Oh, who cares about them? Come on, Babsy. Let's you and me go to the movies, huh? It'll take your mind off sororities. There's a swell picture. The Sweetheart of Sigma Chi. <laughs> oh, that little cat, Elaine. I'd like to slap her face. Good for you, and I'll take a poke at her old man, too. You don't know the real reason she's blackballing me. Well, yes, I, I, I do. She told me. She did? Yeah. Can you imagine such nerve? Telling me if I want to be in the sorority, I have to give him up. You... No, you, you, you wouldn't do that? Of course not. What do you take me for? He's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> And so handsome. Who are you talking about? Larry Benson. He's your father? <laughs> What's Larry got to do with it? I'm the reason she won't let you in. You? Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's because of Larry. Helene wants me to stop seeing him, so oh, she... Oh, no, 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 you got it all wrong, Babsy. It's on account of me, because I'm a nobody, a failure. And I got no charm. Oh, that's crazy, Dad. No, it ain't. Helene was right. I, I'm nothing. Oh, stop talking like that. You're a wonderful father. No. No, I'm, I'm no good and I can prove it. <laughs> <laughs> what did I ever accomplish besides getting born? Junior wants a bicycle. I can't afford it. So he has to sell papers and run errands. I made a slave out of my son. Oh, don't talk like that. I can't afford a maid, so on Sundays you stay home and help your mother clean the house, scrubbing and ironing. I made a dredge out of my daughter. 
Just ask your mother. She'll tell you. Peg, go on, tell her. Tell her I'm no good. Huh? Tell her the kind of a failure I am. Go ahead. Now, what kind of talk is this? You're not a failure. You're a wonderful husband and father. And I'd rather be married to you than anybody else in the world. You see, Babs, I even made a liar out of my wife. <laughs> What good am I? I'm no good to Babs. I'm no good to Junior. I'm no good to anybody. I'm just so much dead weight. That's good enough for me. <laughs> Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Oh, uh, how are you, Digger? Oh, there's good news tonight. I've just bought a brand new business vehicle, a knife. Oh, yeah, well, I like them. Lots of glass. The people in the back can see where they're going. But it's just the kind of car I need in my business. It sleeps, too, in the rear. <laughs> Someday I'll give you a ride in it. You won't even know you're moving. <laughs> I got big trouble, Digger, uh, about my daughter. Ah, yes. Teenage children can be a problem. Yesterday, a gang of hoodlums pilfered a toothpaste advertisement from a drugstore and hung it on the door of my business establishment. I was mortified. Well, what did the sign say? If not completely satisfied, return the empty box. <laughs> well, it's more serious with Babs. You see, she was supposed to join a sorority. And Helene Bidwell blackballed her. Yeah. How did you know? In my business, I have to know what's what and who's where. <laughs> Poor Babs. She's all broken up. Ah, oh, the poor child. I remember how eager I was to join the reading fraternity at dear old Undertaker's prep. Oh, yeah. Well, did they try to keep you out? Oh, yes. There was considerable mudslinging. But finally they accepted me. Here's my frat pin. Uh -huh. With our motto in Latin, Accendent in quo non impresentia. Uh, well, what does that mean? Eventually, why not now? <laughs> Well, you see, the sorority's meeting tonight, but I'm afraid it's too late to do anything for Babs. Oh, but at least you can have some satisfaction. Go to this meeting. Tell those little pipsqueaks off. You're right, Digger. It's at Bidwell's house. I'll tell him off, too. Nobody's going to throw dirt in my face. They'd better not unless they belong to my union. Cheerio. <laughs> uh, I'd better be shoveling off. <laughs> Helene, Helene, I want to talk to you. Oh, can it wait, Father? My sorority's meeting in the library. They can wait. Helene, I just got this note from a Mr. Riley. I made a stupid mistake this afternoon. Almost cost me $100, but never mind that. Is it true you're blackballing his daughter because her father's just a riveter? Oh, well, that's what I told him. So it is true. Just whom do you think you are? Do you know who your grandfather was? On your mother's side, I mean. <laughs> Why, he was nothing but a phony old... Daddy, not so loud. They'll hear you. And what about me? Twenty years ago, I was a horse trader in Pomona. <laughs> That's how I met your mother. 
Daddy, it was just an excuse. I'm sorry I did it. I guess it was mean. Well, glad you realized that, Helene. I'm very glad. Now, it's never too late to do the right thing. All right, Father. I'll vote for Bad. Good girl. Edwards. Edwards, the door. Edwards. Sorry, sir. My gout, you know. <laughs> Confound that butler. I'll have to get him a butler. Oh, Mr. Riley. Where's the meat? Mr. Riley, I made a terrible mistake. How can I ever pay you back? Again with the bribes. Where are those girls? They're in the library. Oh, don't kid me. They didn't go to no library. They're in this house. I can hear them. In there. But, Mr. Riley... I got something to say to them. Ah, so here you are, you little hoity-toity. Oh, good evening, Mr. Riley. Now you listen to me, you kids. You ought to be ashamed treating my babs the way you are. But, Mr. Riley... Let me finish. I ain't an active member of this sorority. (laughs) But I got something to say. You ought to remember you're born in America. And America's a democracy where everybody's equal. And you know what that means? Every person is as good as the next one, if not better. <laughs> Mr. Riley, if you'd you have paid me... attention in school, you'd know this democracy wasn't handed to us on a platter. We had a fight for it. In 1776, we fought in the Revolution, and the blood of those Minutemen still stains the ground at Gettysburg. <laughs> you heard of Gettysburg, didn't you? Where John Paul Jones said, Remember the Alamo? You know, that's history. Mr. Riley, if you'll just You listen. think your sorority is so important? Well, it ain't. I wouldn't care if all you snooty little bobby soxers, and that includes you, Bidwell. <laughs> if you all got down on your hands and knees and begged Babs to join, I wouldn't let her. But, Mr. Riley, we want Babs to join. We just voted her in. On behalf of my daughter and myself, I want to say that we're proud to be members of this here now sorority. The Rileys will be back in just a moment, but right now... You can travel 15,000 miles to far-off lands and distant isles from tropic sun to Arctic snows. It's Pat's Blue Ribbon, the whole world knows. When a Swiss miss wants her Swiss to please, she not only serves him punctured cheese, but with a beautiful Swiss full smile, she asks him this in rhythmical style. What'll you have? That's the ribbon. What'll you have? That's the ribbon. What'll you have? That's blue ribbon. That's blue ribbon. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavor. Zest and sparkle, million flavor. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. That's blue ribbon beer. Yes, sir, wherever you travel, to the far corners of the world or right here in the good old USA, you'll find folks enjoying that international favorite, Paps Blue Ribbon. Remember, the quality that has carried Pabst Blue Ribbon around the world is yours for the asking. 
The next time the waiter asks you, what'll you have? Tell him you want the world's number one favorite. Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere. I'm in a sorority. How'd you do? Now, it was a cinch. I just gave those girls a little lecture on democracy. Oh, that stuff. Now, Junior, I don't like to hear you talk that way. Democracy ain't stuff. Riley! Yeah, in a minute, Peg. You see, son, democracy means that everybody's got equal rights. Now, now, you take this house. You're my equal, and I'm your equal. Babs and me is equal, and Babs is your equal, and you're her equal. Your mother is my equal, and I'm your mother. Riley! Like I was saying, Junior, nearly everybody is equal. See, I'm coming, Dumplin'. Well, Riley, congratulations. You spoke like a true champion of democracy tonight. Ah, oh, gee, Harry, thanks. And uh, speaking of champions, tell the folks about that big championship fight Pabst Blue Ribbon is going to broadcast February 14th. Bet I will, Riley, because that's the fight the whole world's waiting for. The 15-round World Middleweight Boxing Championship between Jake LaMotta and Sugar Ray Robinson. You'll hear the exciting blow-by-blow account direct from ringside at the Chicago Stadium one week from Wednesday night, February 14th. Harry, wasn't LaMotta the only guy who ever beat Robinson? That's right, Riley, and Jake thinks he can do it again. But, brother, that Sugar Ray is dynamite, you know. Now, remember that date, folks, Wednesday, February 14th. It'll be a fight you'll never forget. Jake LaMotta... And Sugar Ray Robinson coming your way with the best wishes of internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon. The finest beer served anywhere. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors. Zest and sparkle, million flavor. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley starring William Bendix as Riley. Pat's Blue Ribbon Steelers and employees salute the thrilling new show, It's a Great Day. The famous wheelchair review starring brave and talented paraplegics who fought for us in the last war. Don't miss this grand entertainment at the Blackstone Theater in Chicago now. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pat's Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and sent you away with the best wishes of Pat's Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. See you next week. Harry Bonzel speaking. Bye. See Tallulah this week in Look. Hear her on the big show Sunday on NBC.